This you in a golf masters preview with Real Golf Radio's Bob Casper is brought to you by Mountainland Supplies, Heinz Bank, Hoops Vision, Siegfried and Jensen, and get some guns and ammo. Bob, good morning. How you doing, man? Excellent. How are you? I'm doing well. The Masters. Yes, of course I'm here, man. Where else would I be? (laughs) I didn't hear you chirp up, so I wanted to make sure you were there. I'm here. I'm ready to go. Bob, Bob, the Masters with gold, orange, and red leaves. I'm I'm gonna need some help adapting to this. How's this gonna work? Because the the visual is one thing, but seriously, is the course gonna play different this time of year? Yeah, it'll definitely play different, especially with what's in the forecast for later today and all day tomorrow. Um, you know, it's gonna rain and it's gonna it's gonna make the golf course play a lot softer. Uh, maybe not necessarily the greens because they have the sub air system, but um, it, it's gonna be more difficult this year. And um, it's it'll be interesting to see if they can if they can break um, if they can get above ten under par. But I I, I think it's going to be a a higher score this year. I think it's probably going to be somewhere around eight under par. So I've been geeking out on the Masters, you know, because this time of year normally we'd have we still have the football, but we'd have NBA hoop. And without NBA hoop, it's creating a void. So I've been all over it. I mean, I got all sorts of stats for you. 17 <laughs> players have won multiple Masters. And most of them is because they have upright swings. And that really helps with the different lies. And also, too, the average winner has played the Masters six times. So, Correct. you know, that takes guys out like Finau and some of these younger guys. And did you know in the last 10 years... The winners, guess how many total doubles there have been? In in the winners in the last 10 years? Yeah. How many times have the winner has had a double during his four rounds? Zero. Twice. Interesting. How about that? Yeah. Wow, that was good. You had a number Bob didn't have right there. You surprised him. <laughs> good work, PK, because Bob knows yeah. all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm looking well, at it. I wrote I, it all I, down. First, I was taking all, notes. First of all, I uh, I, I understand your um, average of six uh, masters before they're a winner or whatever. But um, I mean, as far as Tony and Charles Schwar- or Xander Shoffley are concerned, um, they're two good of players. I think that that's gonna um, that the six this average of six is is not gonna not gonna transpire for them. You put Rom in that category too, then Rom. Yeah, because yeah, he hasn't I played he's six. Another guy, but I think I think Rom jinxed himself yesterday when he skipped it across the pond and made a hole in one on sixteen. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just bad karma, bad luck. <laughs> that you know, you you do that, you do that in a practice round, and it just doesn't go right for you when you're playing. Okay. Superstitious. I like it. That's that's what it is. DJ. <laughs> it's pure that's superstition. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, as you as you get into this and uh, watch all this, you were talking about the course is going to be tougher. Do they accommodate yeah. any of that with the pin placements, or they no. know where they like to put the pin each of the four days, and they're going to do what they do? Absolutely, they do. They um, they have certain areas in the greens where they put the pins. And, uh, you know, like number one, they'll, they'll put it about mid-left. They'll put it back middle. 
they'll put it uh, right front, right towards the front, and right towards the middle. Those those are the four positions on that green. Um, and each one of the greens has those type of uh, pin position spots. So um, they will they will control the golf course with with the moisture that they're going to get. I mean, tomorrow's going to be a crazy day because you're looking at starting at about 7 a.m., maybe even early 6 a.m., it's going to be 90% chance of thunderstorms. And if that's the case and it stays that way for the majority of the day until early afternoon, they may not even get out on the golf course tomorrow because they will not play during, during thunderstorms or when uh, thunderstorms are present. Um, there, you know, it's going to happen. There's going to be isolated and scattered thunderstorms today. So guys are trying to get out on the golf course this morning so that uh, they can they can get another round of practice in. But as far as the golf course playing tough, you know, um, Augusta National has what they call Bermuda grass. It's what you see down there in Phoenix, PK. Yeah. Um, and it goes a little bit dormant. It goes dormant in the warm weather. Right. So Augusta, what Augusta does is they overseed it with rye, which is what they do every place else too. Um, and the rye... When they over when they overseed it, they they probably did it last latter part of August, first part of September. It hasn't had a chance to develop enough because it's been warm, and because of that, there's still the lingering of the Bermuda grass underneath. So the golf course, the texture of the golf course, and the grass is a little bit different than what it's normally been. Is that going to be easier or, or harder for the guys? I don't know because in April, when when that uh, when that grass, that rye grass, is totally developed, um, it, it's tough because you get a little bit tighter lies on on the banks and the chipping areas around the greens. So Tiger said yesterday we're not going to be able to spin the ball as much around right. chipping and that kind of thing. It's going to run a little bit. So um, yeah, it's going it's going to be tough, and then the weather is going to make it tougher. Right, so the, and I was watching all that stuff myself, and they were talking about around the greens, it's going to be more yep. some more bump and run situations. Yep, correct. And they're going to have to accommodate for that. By the same token, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think most of these guys, or certainly a lot of them, have played this course in the fall at one time or another. So, and obviously they've been there this week doing what they do. So it they're prepared for the changes that are going to happen from April to November? Well, uh, you know, uh, a lot of them have, um, because once they qualify for, for the Masters, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's the top 50 from the year or the Tour Championship from the year before or whether they win a golf tournament or whatever, they, once they become qualified, they, they can come and play this golf, golf course anytime they want once it opens. Now, Augusta National opens in October, and it closes at the end of May. So, um, you know, that gives them a, a, a long opportunity. I think Tiger's only played this golf course in the fall uh, twice. He's always used to playing it, um, you know, like like early, like, uh, you know, February or March to give himself a little bit of, a, um, uh, you know, a feel for what the golf course is going to be like in April. So a lot of these guys don't really – know how it's going to react in November, yet, you know, they'll figure it out. These guys are great at, at uh, figuring out things like that, and, and especially on the fly. All right, should we get to it? You ready Absolutely. for some picks? Yes. 
As the guest, you know you get to go first. A three-round draft here. Uh, we each get three players. And for people who are new to this, uh, we're not going to suck up to Tony Finau, the local guy. So he's the 10th guy drafted, and we all have him. Okay. So he's kind of off the board there. Those are the ground rules. You're batting leadoff. What do you want to do? I think I think I can predict who you're going to pick down to two guys. I just don't know which one of the two you're going to take. <laughs> Who gets to go second? I usually go second. Pele likes to go third so that when win slash if he wins, he can tell us that we passed on whoever. That and he likes to throw it in never. our face. And that worked okay. for him. Who did that work for you with, PK? Can you remember? Cause yeah, well, I mean, he, he's called a defending champion, and his name is Tiger Woods. <laughs> and I picked him ninth. Ninth. <laughs> the greatest golfer of your lifetime. And you two yeah. bimbos passed on him, and I picked him yeah. ninth. And I won. And for yeah, those who are new to the show, that's why PK wants to go third. Colin Morikawa at the at the PGA Championship. You did. I did. Exactly. So DJ is left holding nothing. Yep. We are holding trophies. Yes. <laughs> well, I got. I actually had a trophy in here, and a lot. Is it over there still? I think I got some rec league trophy from Sandy. Uh, what did I get that for, PK? I won <laughs> that for something. So the City Weekly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I got a trophy. Row, you won the spiel. Thank you. Yes, I knew there was a reason I had that trophy. It's over there on the counter still. So I'm not totally empty-handed. Please, yeah, no. let's be clear. All right. All righty. You guys ready? Yeah. Who you batting yeah. leadoff with? I'm You're going with initials, aren't you? What? Yeah. You're going with initials. It's just which one? Go with my guy. Uh, I am. I'm going to say Brooks Kepka. Ah! Did not see I, that coming. The reason I'm saying that is, okay, he finished fifth last week. He's he feels he, he's talking about how healthy he is and and that he hasn't felt this good in a long time. And in his last six major championships, he's he's 73 under par, and the next closest to him is 14, which is Dustin Johnson. So I'm going to pick Brooks Kepka. Wow. I Honestly, I thought he was going to be – I'd already – I had the first round all doped out, and I thought he was going third. I thought PK was going to take him. Hmm. I thought you were going to take – I thought you were going to take DJ or JT. And I thought I was going to take the other one. So at this okay. point, DJ is going to take his initial sake, not his namesake, his initial sake. DJ takes okay. DJ. DJ t- t- takes DJ. Yep, well, Dustin Johnson. Second last week. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, I wanted uh, this works out great because after watching literally three hours of Masters coverage yesterday, welcome to my life. Uh, <laughs> I I'm I wanted to go Justin Thomas. You got him uh, because you got JT, uh, huh? Yeah. I mean, they're just listening. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, well, it was just uh, Leonard and uh, what's the other guy's name? Chambly. Yes, yeah, Brandel. Just listening. Yep. Just listening to them talk for over an hour about this, and these <clears throat> these guys are geeking out, and I had no NBA on, so I was geeking out too, talking about uh, his iron play and just the, mm-hmm. the way he's going, and yep. so I was I'm can I wanted to take Justin Thomas, so it works out great. Justin Thomas seems to have a quiet confidence, and the mo- yeah. the host I don't know his name. He said <clears throat> Justin Thomas has said that he's so confident that he has a shot to win that he'd stick out his chest if he actually had a chest. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Harsh. That's awesome. That's I, I, awesome. Yeah, the Brooks Kepka pick stunned me because I thought 
Bob was going to take either DJ or JT, and then I'd take the other one. I, that's, yeah. how, that's how I doped out the first round. You threw me a curveball, Bob. All right, Bob, it's back to you for the second round. Uh, personally, I think we should be doing the, the snake draft, fantasy football style, but maybe we'll save that for 2021. Yach's waving yeah, it I off. Know, that's, see, that's what I thought when we first started picking these, that it would, uh, it would you know, yeah. PK would get two picks now, but you told me it goes right back to the top. So, yeah, um, yeah, it goes, goes to you. Going to the top, I'm going Xander Shoffley. And the reason I'm doing that is he's played two two masters and um and he's had a fifth and a second in his last in his last two masters, so he loves this place. So I'm going with him as my second pick. That's a little disappointing, Bob, but it's not surprising. Because <laughs> you were thinking about that one. Absolutely. Uh I'll take you know uh us San Diego boys, we stick with our own. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I'll take uh, I'll take John Rom. There you go. Oh, okay. man, so he takes my Sun Devil. Yep. Uh, okay. Okay, PK. so you guys just you're just totally disrespecting DeChambeau, aren't you? Nope. What, what's your deal, again, Bob? You, you hate this guy. Nope. You hate this guy, don't you? You know, I don't. I don't. I was uh, <laughs> I was amazed with how he played at the U.S. Open. Um, but you know, I, I think he's boasting too much with, with everything and how this golf course is a par 67 for him this week (laughs) and all that kind of thing. And when you protest too much, I think, uh, the golf guards are going to hit him right in the middle for this. I, uh, that explains me then the life gods, because I just brag all the time. They've really hammered me. Yes, that is true. (laughs) That's not how you play at all. PK's so quiet on the golf course. (laughs) He talks very little. I, if I want to know what he's shooting, I have to pay attention and track it because he's not going to say every once in a while, you know, obviously somebody makes a birdie, then someone's going to say something, but you don't, you don't really know. Like, did he, is he part four in a row? I'm not sure. You know, I don't. He doesn't. He's very quiet. And DeChambeau's on my list, PK. If you don't take him with this pick, I'll I'll end up taking him in the third round, probably. So if you want him, you better get him now. <laughs> you want him? You he's want him? To intimid- you're trying to intimidate you me. You want man. him? Get in! Come now, on! I let I let Casper <laughs> intimidate me last time around. <laughs> and the the, the mind games are half the fun. Yeah, yeah, you did, you did last time around. You you totally intimidated me. Yes, yes. And it still bugs me. I hate to be intimidated. It's one of the things that I refuse to do, and I let you do it. I didn't let you actually I let your father do it because I figured, well, this guy's—he knows because it's his father. So from the great beyond, I was intimidated, and <laughs> so this time, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, 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 I'm gonna do it, Bryson DeChambeau. All there right. you go. All right, there it is, Bryson DeChambeau. All right, so it's back to you, Bob. Third round. This is your chance. If Tiger goes back-to-back and you don't pick him either time, that's a you problem, okay? Because you've been singing um, his praises forever. Here it is, teed up. What are you going to do, Bob? I am going to... Let me see. I got in your head, didn't I? No, you didn't get in my head at all. <laughs> yeah, oh I, I would love nothing more to see than to see Tiger win back to back. He's already done it once. Uh, I just don't think he's quite there. So, um, against my better judgment, I'm going with Rory McIlroy. Oh, Bob! Dang it! Dang it, Bob! <laughs> Why, DJ? You... I just love taking him right out from under you, man. 
has a chance to get the career grand slam if he wins this week. So sure, yeah. And then he has another chance in four and a half months. Yeah. And then another chance in twenty-four or twelve months later. <laughs> Twenty-eight and a half months. Uh, well, let's just count them down, guys. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> All right, now I'm up, and you guys have gutted my list. All right, we got to uh, gonna have to uh, freelance here and get somebody. Man, Rory, that is really disappointing. Uh, and here's the other thing, and this is me getting talked out of this. Um, I've ha- I've been lobbied by somebody to pick uh, Matthew Wolf, but now I'm hearing the whole you got to play the course six times on average, and this is his first Masters. It is. So well, Wolf's start is Wolf professional odds for are seven to th- seven to one right now as a rookie, as a Masters rookie, to finish the highest, um, the highest of all the rookies <laughs> this year. Oh, so he's not seven to one to win. He's seven to one to finish the highest no. of all the rookies. No. No, not seven to one to win. I feel like I'm giving away a pick if I pick him. All right, take Matthew time, Wolf, I'll take him. What the heck? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 Honestly, I feel the way about this draft that I feel about fantasy football drafts. Half the fun of playing fantasy football is draft night and everybody trying to get in everybody's you know, head and intimidate right. them out of a guy so a guy slides to them and then ripping each other's picks and being disgusted when someone takes the guy you wanted literally right before your pick. That's the fun of this. Who you got, PK? Well, well DJ. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm deciding between Fowler. Or... Right now at 50 to 1. So there you go. 17th in the odds? Yes. I took a guy who's to 17th in the odds, but I took him with the eighth pick. So, wah, yep. wah, wah. Now, he went to Oklahoma State, didn't he? He went to Oklahoma State also. So, I'm deciding between yeah. Fowler, another Oklahoma State guy, or Webb Simpson. Yak, which one do you think I should do? DJ got mad at me for the U.S. Open when I told him to pick Webb Simpson, and Webb did not play well at all. No, he didn't. So I'm going to go. So tell him Webb Simpson. You owe him. I'm not, Keep it even uh, no, with the host. I'm not going Webb Simpson. Go with your All right, boy. I'll go Fowler. I'll go Fowler. All righty. He's due. Cool. He's, he's due in a big he's way. He's overdue. He's 82 he's, to 1. He's 10 Fowler. months pregnant, man. He's overdue. <laughs> <laughs> what is he, an elephant? <laughs> so, well, good job. You got them all written down, Yak, huh? Yeah, we got them all written down. You got the list. list. I'll hold on to it. We'll okay. recap it on Monday. Cool. All right. Hey, guess what, this, guess, what the, guess what else this week is? It's the 50th anniversary of my dad winning the Masters. Yeah, I saw that. So big five zero. Yeah. yeah. In fact, in Do fact, you have in any... the media center, they have a a dining room called called the Bartlett Lounge, and at the end of the dining room, they have the scoreboard. And during the tournament, um, you'll see on the scoreboard as you as as the media is in there eating and stuff, you can see how. You know who's leading and second and that kind of thing. The scoreboard today, a friend of mine, Jim McCabe, um, who writes for the Augusta Journal, sent me a um, a picture this morning and said, "I'm missing your dad right now." And on that scoreboard this morning, it was how they finished in 1970 with my dad at the top. It's pretty cool. Way cool. Do you have any memories? 
You know, 1970, I wasn't there. I was 10 years old, uh, not quite 10 years old, nine years old. And I was back home. I didn't go to the Masters till I was like 16 years of age. Um, but uh, I can I can remember I can remember um, that my dad was in a playoff um, on on Monday, and he uh, he played off with his his real good friend from San Diego, Gene Littler, and beat him in the playoff. So. Gene Littler is a name that I read in the San Diego sports pages and I as a kid. The San Diego media loved that guy. Yeah. And your dad's yep. name was in the papers a lot, too. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, but Gene, Gene and Shirley Littler are very, very close friends, my mom and dad's. And, uh, and their, their families and our families are really close. And unfortunately, my dad um, took that opportunity away from them to win the Masters and, and be there. But, it, you know, it was one of the things that my dad cherished more than anything is, is winning the Masters and being a part of that fraternity of, of Masters champions there at Augusta National. Hmm. <sighs> Bob, if I had said Matsuyama, would you have made the wah, wah, wah noise? Um, actually, Hideki was ninth. He's at uh, 38 to 1. So I probably wouldn't have said that. But there's not been, an, uh, you know, there hasn't been um, somebody from Japan that has won a major championship. So, yeah, that's not what I was. He couldn't be the first, but he's playing some. He's playing some good golf. I, th- I think, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna kind of go out there, um, you know, one guy that's just won a couple weeks ago is Patrick Cantlay. He's a great player, mm-hmm. and and he's played well well here before. Um, as far as a past champion, Patrick Reed's playing well. He's he's tenth on the odds list. So, I mean, there there's some other guys, but I think I think what you guys did was good. All right, Bob, we appreciate it, and uh, right, now guys. we can get a group text going and light each other up as this tournament goes on because <laughs> the weather's nasty. And I well, we'll be watching some football. PK and I'll be watching some football too. You'll be locked down on golf, I assume, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be watching you some know, college not, football. I don't, I don't think they're going to play tomorrow. Really? If you want to know. And with short days, it's going to be really tough to get this golf tournament in before Sunday. Mm, okay. Or by Sunday. So, yeah. Bob, we appreciate the time as always. Thanks for coming on. All right, guys. Take care.